Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 14 of the Bender Blend podcast. Uh, thanks to Audrey and Henry for joining me on this one, and we had some special guests. Thank you, Tony and Jacob, for showing up. Uh, Tony runs a taco truck here in town, Taqueria 805, delicious tacos. He gave us a little insight onto some good salsa recipes. Um, anyways, it was a fun conversation, and thanks again for listening. And stay tuned. Uh, We're doing some work now on the podcast, Tighten Things Up, but uh, episode 15 will be coming out soon. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Yeah, here we go, Audrey. It's just (laughs) you and me right now. Yay! So for those of uh, the rest of the crew that might listen to this, um, you guys slacked big time. You blew it. (laughs) Uh, Episode 14, where are you guys? I'm just kidding. It's fine. Hi, Audrey. Hello. It's been a while. It has. We're going to catch up on some things. Sweet. Um, I know you did. Let's talk about kind of that, the little, uh, what, is it a festival? What kind of festival did you go and work exactly? So it was, um, it's called the Boardroom, and it's a surf industry expo, actually. So that was kind of cool. I had never really been to one of those events. It was really fun. Yeah. A bunch of surfboard companies, um, leash companies, um, there was a few surf-related artists there. Forever Stoked was one of them. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, just kind of anything surf-related. It was um, San Diego, That's right. um, yeah. Del Mar Fairgrounds. So that was really enjoyable because I grew up going to the Del Mar Fair as a kid. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. It was interesting. Here I am and I'm back. Yeah. So. Did you see? So was it... <clears throat> other art there or was it there were a few other kind of everything just involved with surfing like most of it was surf industry stuff so some boards yeah yeah some really beautiful boards yeah um but there were i'd say there were probably three other well two or three other artists and actually matt beard is kind of friends with the forever stoked guys and he has some really great art as well it's really beautiful Matt Beard. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great name. Right, and he had a beard. Sweet. I found better, that very he, cool. <laughs> better, better have a beard. Um, <laughs> he had a really amazing piece. Um, you know, kind of the standard like coastal California. I don't mean standard in it wasn't beautiful or very talented. Yeah. Um, but he had a painting of surf under the northern lights with snow and evergreen trees. So Ooh. nobody ever paints Ooh. that. It was very stunning. I have a picture of it. It was is he on Instagram phenomenal. He probably is. I'll okay. have to look him up. Um, but he basically goes to different points along the Cali coast and will paint. That's awesome. And he drives a sprinter like everybody in the Forever Stoke gang. <laughs> um, and he's got it mapped out where he stood and painted on the coast. It's really cool. On That's the side bad. of a sprinter. Yeah. That's he's a cool badass. dude. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Good, good experience then. It was very much so. Inspirational at all, or more, more just kind of whirlwindy? Like, um, it was really inspirational. I just, it was fun. It was fun to be back with kind of the crowd that I grew up with. It was like I don't know. It was like hanging out with versions of my dad. I don't know. My dad, you know, surfed and was an artist and. It was it was fun, surrounded by a bunch of people that couldn't tear their eyes off the screen because they were they were playing the um, the Kelly Slater fake wave all oh. the time. Oh, that's funny. So that that um, sparked a lot of interesting conversations, and that was. I'm sure people are trying to get work done, and they're like, "Wait, oh." Oh, I got a great picture of Chris and Pete and I trying to set up, and they both have shit in their hands, and they're just like, 
<laughs> oh, I did see that one. Yeah. It's like problem with the surfing. Right. It was, yeah, surfing yeah. It was like everybody's playing surfing. Nobody's <laughs> setting up. Yeah. Um, so it was good. It was a very familiar feeling. It was homey. It was nice. It was good. Nice. Good. That sounds nice. I. It was cool to get out of self for a little bit, but it was yeah. very nice to come back. Yeah. Well, that and that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier is coming back because I just went out of town too. I went back to Colorado for a okay. short weekend. Said hi to my ma for Mother's Day. I hung Aww. out with my brother and or my brothers and the kids, and it was fun, man. It was good. It was a little short. Four days was not enough. It was like I needed like six days. Yeah. But it was good. But I guess I felt at home, not home. Coming back, I felt I was like, okay, it's a place now to me. Of not, good. it didn't feel like, oh man, I have to go back. That's a good sign. It was, yeah, it was, but it also wasn't like, oh, I'm home. It was just like, all right, oh yeah, I'm still, I'm still working into this place. I'm still f- working out the kinks. Yeah. Kind of fitting in, but yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend. I went and saw our buddy's band play on Friday, MF Ruckus. Played with a bunch of other, couple other bands. Um, fuck, I don't have the list in front of me, but one that stood out too was uh, the Velveteers. That's ringing a bell to me for some reason. I don't know where they're from. I don't think they're from Denver, but it's a a gal and a guy. It's the guy's the drummer and the girl plays guitar and sings. And she like, I think she plays in drop C, which is like heavy, badass. And she, I couldn't figure out where I was looking at her setup. And I think she had two amps to get a slight delay effect. I think there's a trick there. Oh, that sounds great. And she ripped like she was shredding just like heavy, awesome rock and roll, fun she could really sing really well. Like, it was awesome. So, people listening, go check out the Velveteers. Hmm. I think they're on Bandcamp, pretty sure. But, yeah, MF Ruckus is a local Denver band that has been around forever. <laughs> Crack. Sorry. It's all right. But, uh, yeah, it was really fun. It was. It's really fun to watch a band like that. That's They're, they're all really talented dudes. And they're so well rehearsed. You know, like, they're tight. Every time they play, it's tight. And... Aaron, the lead singer, is such a great front man. He hypes the crowd. You know, he's got he's got that great energy to get everybody kind of pumped up. Um, so shout out to <clears throat> the crew at MF Ruckus. You guys are fucking rad, and it's always fun watching them play. It's it's inspired. And I don't I, again. I don't really. We talked about this on episode twelve when Jeff and Clint came over for a quick uh, garage session. Yeah, that looked, I yeah. saw that. That looked yeah. super cool. It was fun, but. We were both, we were, because Jeff's like, I don't know if I'm a musician. I'm like, well, you play, you played and you, an instrument and you got, like, you were jamming, so maybe that's, and it's a weird word to throw around, like, I'm a musician. It's like, well, if you play at music, maybe you are, but I don't feel comfortable calling myself a musician, but it made me want to go, like, fuck, I want to start jamming again or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching a a group played together well and just have fun it's like that's it, they just it's fun it's fun to watch and you're like mm-hmm. oh man they're having fun that looks like fun fuck but yeah it was it was it was a fun Friday night show like it was um, we my brother and I almost didn't go out and see it but it was like ah, fuck it let's go see him and it was cool I ran into some peeps that I hadn't seen in, since Aww. I moved so it was one of those like hey and a few of them were like 
I haven't seen you around in a while. Yeah, like, where, where are you at now? <laughs> like, I'm weird. in Cali now, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'm at the Oriental, too. That's great. I love yeah, that place. Yeah, and, and I'd never been there, honestly. Oh, you hadn't? No. And it was... I loved being able to just, like, walk from my house to that yeah, theater. It was a, so convenient. Dude, it's rad. I saw the Yoppers there. The who? Yoppers? Oh, wait. The Yoppers. That sounds familiar. It's a, they're from Denver. Okay. I think yeah. we. I thought we talked about them. We'll have Y A W. Yeah, they're named okay. after Walt Whitman. It's kind of like Americana oh. punk. All right. Well, I'll have to show you. That sounds familiar. It yeah. does. It rings a bell. But um, and Thaddeus, my brother, told me that, and hopefully I'm not misspeaking here, but I'm misspeaking. I don't know if that's a word. Fuck it. Um, I think the dude that owns part owns the high dive. I think he bought into it so he, yeah I think or uh was. no streets of london so the dude oh, that, okay. that bought streets of london bought a share of the oriental i think so there's a lot more punk shows Sweet. coming there metal shows are starting to come there Sweet. so it's kind of right it's right up tad's alley it's you know it's and so if i go back i know a lot of good shows are gonna be coming there i, I looked on their lineup i was like fuck i'm not in i don't live there anymore but every week was an awesome show so yeah it was cool. It was a cool theater. It's kind of, it's a little janky depending on, like, I saw a pole <laughs> yeah. dance competition there. And that, was, that was interesting. Uh, um, but how, yeah, it's super cool. How do you win cool. a pole dance competition? Uh, Not fall just, off? Yeah. There were some like really dance, stunning like performances. Yeah, yeah, it was. Everybody had these really creative, amazing routines. Anyway, it was, ah. Uh, that sounds awesome. It was honestly. fucking rad. Um, I know you kind of do you're taking lessons, right? Or you take... No, I haven't even had time to mess around on it. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> you have a pole, though. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. And I tried to climb it. Oh, did you? Yeah. How'd it go? You learn a lot about upper body strength real quick. <laughs> you right? really do. You're like, I, I thought I was strong. And I know. <laughs> That's me every time. I'm like, I could practice that. Oh, no. And I know, I'm sure there's tricks to it. Like, you use your legs way more mm -hmm. and use your core. Core. But... Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I was like, okay. I but, haven't um, even had time to look at it. Yeah, you're a busy lady. We were talking about that. You're stretched You're stretched thin, but you feel like you're kind of leveling out to like a happy busy? Or is it overall, or is it not fun busy? No, it's, and that's why I feel kind of bad complaining um, because I'm enjoying all of the things that I'm doing. There's just a lot of, Yeah. there's some huge learning curves. Um, yeah. The brewery thing kind of got tossed in. Yeah, um, which because, is awesome. That you, no, it was you great. You right into that. It's cool. Yeah, I just, I, and I feel bad for the other hire with me that broke her ankle, like, you know, Ooh. week one of work. So it's me and Kelly. And then Kelly had to be out of town a lot for, like, the first couple weeks. Um, so that was like, well, I've learned how to brew, like, now. Um, and then with the Forever Stoke guys, I absolutely love being part of that whole thing. Um, it's just, that's a lot of responsibility Yeah. as well. Like, I'm learning even more like yesterday charlie and i spent hours and hours on the computer he's teaching me how to do basically managerial things mm -hmm. um and it's yeah it's great i love it it's just there's that and then i still have my copywriting and then i'm still house sitting and trying to figure out where i'm gonna end up at the end of this month on top of all of that and then just trying to find time to hang out with friends and even have me time <laughs> it's been interesting. That just stressed me out. Everything you just said was like, I was like, oh fuck. That's but 
Yeah. I, I so if I am a little grumpy sometimes the next few weeks, it's, it just means I haven't had it's enough okay. time alone to just like sit and yeah. not do. Like I don't do anything when I come home. My house is a mess. Yeah. I just I come I, home, I smoke weed, and I listen to music for like half an hour, and then I go to bed. Yeah. Literally, that's it. I I know I know that like it's where you get to a point, and the alone time is important too. Like mm-hmm. as busy as you are, and you miss your friends a lot, but it's like sometimes it's you just have you're like I can't I just need me I need to process me right now mm-hmm. like, especially in all those jobs you're doing and like you're around pe- a bunch of yeah. people all the time and you're you're not just sitting by you're like you're conversing and you gotta be kinda on it and it's like you gotta get home and quiet your brain down a little bit mm-hmm. you know that's that's tricky but yeah time I, I still <laughs> love I still love that you post like your little sketch breaks like that's oh, awesome oh thanks that's a great we were kind of talking about that last week um about you know because Aaron was saying the brewery was dead and I'm like I wonder I was like maybe bring you know and he's he's kind of getting back into the music thing a little more now sounds like and uh last time I talked to him it's like well maybe bring your creative stuff to work with you and if you have the opportunity obviously there's no that's fine, what I've been doing there's a fine line of like you still need to work because you're on the clock but if you have an opportunity to do a little bit of like both, somehow incorporate your creativity into your work, and that you you seem like you've that's I'm actually impressed. Like you you make oh, it a thanks. point to do like a sketch break, like you, and that's what you call it, sketch break. And I'm like that's a great idea. It's well, and it, brewing works out for that because it's a lot of waiting a yeah. lot of the time. Like you have to be <laughs> really involved for about ten minutes, and then yeah. you set a timer for an hour, and you're like, now what? Yeah, yeah. Now you draw, right? And then, of course, you catch up on other all your other work. But yeah, that's I don't know. It's tricky trying to. The, it always comes back to the kind of the. And I need to. There's a book I need to read that Aaron from MF Ruckus recommended. It's called The War of Art hmm. by Stephen Pressfield, and and I know I've heard, I've heard it in a. I heard it was maybe it was Joe Rogan podcast or. Um, Could be Pete Holmes. You made it weird. Pod. It was one. It was a podcast I was listening to, and I someone mentioned that book. I was like, "Fuck!" So I kind of read the synopsis, and it's a lot of what we talk about on the show: roadblocks to creativity. So I was like, "Well, I definitely need to pick that guy. To read the book and kind of pick some out because I have the feeling, kind of like this show, we keep coming back to a lot of the same roadblocks: time, motivation." Uh, you know, those to me are the two biggest for for me, and it's. I'm like, just not used to having no time. Right. <laughs> that's it's <laughs> a good way to put it. So it's been an adjustment. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing fine. Poof. I think. I mean, from I the, know, from right? the outside, I think so too. Um. Yeah. Well, from the outside, I I see I see you being productive and busy and. Jesus. It seems like you're having fun, and all your Instagram posts are super positive and. It seems from okay, good. That's yeah, good to know. Look, I'm I perceive it as you're you're getting in, you're finding a nice little life here and having yeah. fun and being creative and all that. It's it seems to me like you're you're in a good groove right now. So thanks. Just so I you really know, am. As, yeah. that's how I perceive it. I was like, yeah, she's looks like she's on in a good groove right now. So I'm very fortunate. My crash landing on the central coast turned out so well. <laughs> Right, and I mean, I look at, 
This is episode number 14. Like that's, yeah, and then... It's pretty crazy. Like, we're 14 down. And that's, you know, same thing for me. It, it just... You get a little momentum going, and then next mm-hmm. thing you know, I'm... Yeah. I landed today, coming back from Colorado. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to do the podcast today. It, I get a little time crunch anxiety. I'm like, ah, I got to prepare. <laughs> uh, you know, but we make it work, and you showed up. Nobody else did. And, <laughs> I'll, say, and I'll say their names real slow. So it's, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's good. I think I think we're all... And that's why I like to do, I think, on on every Monday or whatever day we choose to do this, if we can, you know, it's consistently been Mondays, but I like doing the catch up with everybody and see where mm-hmm. everybody's at, because a lot of the listeners are, have gotten to know us now through listening to this, and it's kind of a nice way for them. And also, I keep throwing out our email, like, and I got one from uh, Henry's mom that I want to we'll do this for another episode she's got an awesome question and i was like that's a great prompt question but sweet ellen like, henry's mom yeah she's a cool lady i met her like once and she seemed and then she emailed me is like and then of course my mom sent us an email like you guys are super inspiring keep it going i'm like cool it's good to hear and of course moms mm-hmm. have to say that but they they're being genuine <laughs> well, they well. Don't, well they don't have they to don't say have it, to they but just, they do and they're like it's, it's cool it's, it's well thought out like but you know, people listening, it's like, send us questions about us if you want to know more about us. So that's why it's kind of fun to, like, today's kind of a good one for, like, a one-on-one. To, they can just hear you and your thoughts. And it's no pressure, of course, except Ew. the pressure's on now. Well, but, hopefully we can do a back and forth. You know, I don't know. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm always, and, I, and I, that's the beauty of this show is that it, it keeps evolving. Every episode is a little, there's some <clears throat> similar themes that come up. And we might repeat ourselves a little bit with certain things, but the nice thing is it's evolving to where mm-hmm. me as the showrunner, in air quotes, I start picking up like, oh, that's fun to like, as if I was listening, I'd want to hear this, you know, kind of back. And I need to definitely encourage you guys more and more to ask me questions about shit. Be like, what's your background in that? And it's hard. It's hard because I don't like, and that's part of the, process is being more uh giving a little more information to the listeners instead of just kind of steering the wheel and letting you guys do and I think I've I've given enough up to now but it's like there's always more always and I and maybe we'll do an episode where you guys yeah just grill me that would be cool like you guys I'll give you guys an assignment and be like come up with like four questions that you really want to know and we'll see. It's kind of the AMA. Ask me anything mm-hmm. except these few things. <laughs> so um, not anything, but so not most anything, things. <laughs> ask me most things. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's this has been a fun endeavor, and good. Ho- hopefully, you guys still feel good about it. And no, I like it, I, and I've been bummed to miss it. Yeah, and that's all right. Well, you're busy. Like that's that's, that's what happens. You get you get, and uh, and of course, I'm I'm assuming you guys have a good reason not to be here. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> just this is definitely gonna be just roasting. <laughs> Gabby, Clint, Aaron. I almost don't remember who they are anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Who are those people? Those I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But new life. Who does? Um, last week, so some we kind of like brought up 
that I think is a fun idea every for every episode is talking about some of the more more like a, a movie or a song or a book that had an impact on you like really like last week we kind of talked about favorite movies a little bit and like what the impact was and I kind of talked about how Monty Python had a huge impact on my nice. sense of humor sure like absurd silliness mm, no it's great but I was wondering <clears throat> if you had like a live show and it doesn't you know it can be any of those if you had if something comes to mind where you're like you had a moment it, if you can remember like in that moment it was like this like wow it made you it inspired you so much to kind of go down a certain path or focus more on something and or pay more attention to the in a certain art form I don't know if that if that's ever happened to you like you were at a show and you're like fuck I really want to play music or you see a movie and you're like wow I really like the way they it can be kind of anything but I think that's a fun question to ask yeah people I like that question a lot because I've found for me it uh it kind of sometimes it'll change because obviously on the spot that's kind of hard to think about like um but yeah 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 I mean it's it's a big question but and I've found more and more that it wasn't just when I was young like oh it was so long ago it was like there's shit I've seen like this show this last week I was like that that was impactful to me yeah like watching a band because you know sometimes you I've seen live bands here but sometimes when you're missing for me like my the genre I lean into is you know heavy metal punk rock and so sometimes I think that's maybe why it was a little because I hadn't seen hadn't had any of that live stuff out here yet yeah there's not a lot of no the, the punk <laughs> scene really out here I really miss the music scene in I Denver. know and Denver's music scene is amazing now it's also a comedy scene yeah they have great shows every fucking yeah. week and it's but yeah it, was, it impacted me it was like so the impact question is not I mean the fun one is always like what do you remember one movie from your childhood that like you'll you can always watch no, no matter oh, what oh that's a really 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 like, good question I have a few but I'll let okay. you go no no you've already got yours go I don't I think I think I mine. said mine last week but um there's a few that I'll re-watch over and over it's just like comfort food it's um definitely Monty Python and the Holy Grail um <laughs> Ghostbusters mm-hmm the Burbs with Tom Hanks. I didn't see that one ever, oh, I don't fuck. think. Okay, it's, I love Tom Hanks. It's so funny. What year was that? 80. Sweet. Oh, shit, 89? <laughs> Carrie Perfect. Fisher's in it. Oh, okay. Star Wars. She's, there we go. She, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a hilarious movie. But there's a few movies like that that I can just watch over and over. And, it's, and, there, and a lot of them are comedies as far as comfort food. For me, it's... There's a few action and sci-fi that I'll always love watching but like those were kind of on my mind just because Ghostbusters 1 and 2 are now on Netflix and I was like fuck yes yes because I, I at one point owned the DVDs which I'm sure people are like DVDs more and more <laughs> these days why would you have a do you remember when DVD players first came out and it was yeah. like the new thing it was huge yeah I remember when Blu-ray came out I was like I can't keep up I know it was like <laughs> we need something else I don't I understand yeah but those were like a few like Ghostbusters. I I can watch that shit all like and uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any that come to mind? That you're like, I can watch that shit. Is it childhood? So we're talking like young. I just it, it anything be, that's nostalgic or. It can be childhood or something you've seen recently where you're like, I've watched it like twenty times. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it, there's no time, and that's that's what's fun about the question is sometimes it, it be, leans yeah. in it more and more. It's becoming. Yeah, some of it's definitely from childhood, but more it's like, oh, that was last year that I saw this thing that made it impact more, you know what I mean? So So there's one actually that I used to watch with my siblings, and then um, we were friends with this other family that had a whole mess of kids. Uh, They actually had more than we did, and we'd hang out with them a lot. I worked for them um, at their bakery and like kind of farm, Um, but surf's up. (laughs) It's just... I can watch that anytime, anywhere. It's just there's a lot of good memories just sitting back and laughing with my siblings and people that felt yeah. like my adopted siblings. And I just there's something about the mockumentary film style that I really, really, really like, <laughs> especially yeah. when it's done really well like that. And yeah. it's fucking killer movie. Um, <laughs> it's been a while, but I do remember enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's a rad movie. Penguins that surf. Right. Fuck yeah. Right? It's a great movie. Oh, it it's so good. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, now I'm sidetracked thinking about it. No, um, that's, that's what happened to me last week with talking about Monty Python. And like, I kept thinking of certain scenes. And, I was like, <laughs> and it just makes you laugh. Like, I know. It's so fucking silly. Oh, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, now I have to go, I'll have to go watch that. Rewatch it. <laughs> well, we always watch Groundhog Day with my dad. Oh, fuck. Always. It's such a good movie. Kind always. Of so that's that's a ch- yeah. that's a childhood one actually. Yeah. Um, Me too. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's funny because they were kind of strict about what we could watch, but for some reason, old Groundhog Day snuck through. That was allowed. Did you? <clears throat> and this happened to me too. Is there were certain movies? It's, it's kind of the same way. Like we weren't allowed to watch it's certain movies. Because my dad wanted to watch it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's fine." Right. It's, and that's, <laughs> what, that's what happened a lot too. Yeah. It's like my mom or my dad would be like, "I ah, we want to watch it." Yeah. personally but uh, I there was a few I looked back and I know that I enjoyed those movies when I was young but it's almost more fun to rediscover them when you're mm-hmm. older because then you get the insight some of the jokes that right were, that, like, as a kid they flew right over my head like Spongebob for instance dude yeah that was <laughs> dude Ren and Stimpy was for me like my brother and I loved Ren and Stimpy, and then we you rewatch it now, and you're like, that is not a kid show. No, that is not. That is, there are some adult things going on. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fun. Yeah, I, I. It's funny though. That just shows you too the content of how if it's a good movie mm-hmm. and it's just funny, even mm-hmm. to a eight year old or ten year old kid who doesn't really get some of the jokes, but it's it still makes you like. It, it stuck it stuck with me and then you rewatch it when you're older and you get it and you're like it's even better mm-hmm. fucking Ghostbusters there's so many good jokes in that that I I knew I, I just loved it <clears throat> as a kid just cause of like oh they have proton packs and there's big marshmallow monster you know and then you rewatch and you're like god there's brilliant joke writing in this it's fucking all in Bill Murray's mo- most of Bill Murray's comedies I I like I don't you know he's he's got he's got that. I love that man. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking hilarious dude. He's so great. Well, and then there was one movie that kind of when I was older that I I've probably watched I would probably twenty times and I would watch it again and I don't know why. 
Um, conspiracy theory. Hmm. Um, it's, it's a like, good movie. It's a good movie. I, yeah, I it's just Mel, Mel, I owned Mel it. Gibson. It was so I even owned it on VHS. Like that's how much I love that movie. <laughs> It's a good movie. It I, is. I, it, it's disturbing a little bit. I yeah. And Patrick Stewart. Dude. Uh, so evil. Patrick. Yeah, and that's dude. That's funny you said that because I watched that like a couple months ago. And I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, this movie is fucking good. Oh, it's so good. I'm um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was about that movie, but it was that. Yeah. That's. I'd watch it every week. I think. That's fucking awesome. And another, that just made me think of something else I want to ask all you guys eventually start doing. Um, I want, because each, it's fun to hear like that. Like, why do I like that movie so much? And then Mm -hmm. the challenge will be, I want all you guys to give me some movie reviews or music reviews. And I I get, I'm stealing this idea from my buddy, Prio. Buddy, listening, you better be listening. I told you to. Told him I was like, just download the episodes. Come on. But he was like, he's got a really great way of breaking down movies. Like, he, better than, because reviewers, movie reviewers have a certain, as far as like the general, the ones you see, you know, they, they use a lot of the same buzzwords. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you read well, yeah, it and, and, yeah. it, and it's like, okay, I can. for the whole film. You know what right. I mean? Shit it's like, like that, yeah. break it down why you enjoyed it. A right. little more than just like I liked it. Well, why did you like it? There were really fun, you know. I so Prio's got a like he breaks down movies at like it's a science to him, and um, and I think it'd be fun to ask everybody to choose. And it doesn't have to be a movie. It could be um, sorry, itching my nose. All kinds of good noises today, but Yay. it could be a a book or a um, or an album or a even a song. Like I think that'd be really fun to just do. Like everybody has their own little special reviews. Oh, look who just walked in, Henry! Oh, oh. oh you ruined the one-on-one. No, I'm just kidding. God damn it, Henry! <laughs> um, welcome. Oh, hello, folks. Welcome. Ooh. He, bring, he brings treats, it looks like. Oh, like that I do. I'm, I'm digging the straight mustache. Yeah, so I know. It's looking actually... Oh, look at this flavor. Oh. But honestly, like the... Like the the handlebar was 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 pretty was pretty fun, but you actually look really great with the mustache. I know. He, see, I told you. I remember uh, I stopped you on Facebook. And I was like, oh, no, it, it fits your face bro. really well. That's really that's, insane. That's good to hear. That's awesome. <laughs> I wasn't because I I kind of knew that, but it's like I don't know. I'm just it does. I knew it didn't look ridiculous. No, no, it looks really good. Like you, you, you grow a good mustache, sir. I appreciate that, Henry. Um, there's beer in the fridge if you need. Of oh, course. I, I shall crack one. Uh, and I, of course, I'm going to ask you to grab me one. But oh, um, to fill you in a little bit, <clears throat> we're, I was just kind of catching up with Audrey because she's been super busy, lady. Yeah, she, she's all like she does a lot of work, she's, dude. She, she's busy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she she's of course not here to hear her, us sing her praises, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, she she works so hard in the brew house. Yeah. she has all of these other things, but yeah, she's she's all over the place. Yeah, so we're doing a little. We played a little catch up with Audrey. Um, I caught the listeners up on my weekend. I went back to Colorado 
for a hot short weekend. It was awesome. That's see great. my family. Um, and I got to see my one of my buddies' bands play MF Ruckus with cool. a couple other awesome bands. And I was like, fuck yeah. Made me want to be like, I want to play music, but I don't know how to start. But um, do you want to do you want to start a? a I, I've I've been thinking about it so much. I want to have a fun punk band either named Prank Sinatra or Rat King Cole. Yes, it's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, I love Rat King Cole. I think is my favorite because a Rat King is yeah. the grossest, weirdest thing in existence. You know what a rat king is? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And how did someone look at that and go, that's a rat king? Well, I... So, why is it called that? Why isn't... Why well, it's it it's when rats... Right. Yeah, tails get tied together and then they grow because they, it, they keep getting tangled together and so it just becomes this gnarly and tangled mass of rats. But there's this cruise ship Ew. that was uh, that was owned by the Canadian government because it had to get repoed, yeah. um, and it was full of rats. Here they are. I brought a crew with me. Sweet. Um, guest speakers. Of full, uh, guest speakers. Oh, um, there we go. It's a party. Oh, that's why. Okay, that's why you sound frantic on the phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. Weird. No, I was yeah, I was in a work meeting, but oh, um, okay. but to, to to finish my story really oh, quickly. Yeah, yeah. There was a Canadian-owned cruise ship that had been repoed by the government, but it turned out that it had been infested by rats. And so instead of cleaning the ship of the infestation, they literally set it, they pushed it off into the Atlantic Ocean, and it's scheduled to crash into England sometime in the next few years. Wait, what? But it is... Uh, so I wanted to write a horror movie about people who were, uh, like, shipwrecked or whatever, and they find this ship, but it's full of this rat king, like, monster. Yeah, that, like, it's a great they idea. think they're getting rescued, but they go onto a gnarly, like, ghost ship of fucking rats and monsters and stuff. That sounds tight. And you know yeah. who would do the music for it is Rat King Cole. Rat King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Get cracking on the writing, boy. I love it. So yeah, we have a couple guests that I, yeah, I figured I we had a good uh, creativity in a different form that we've had is uh-huh. food. Yeah, somebody dude. that does food is my my good buddy Tony. Tony, what's up, man? Introduce yourself a little bit for everybody listening. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Hey, Tony. My name is Tony. They call me Taco Tony. Taco Tony in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and I'm here with my my good friend at the real, the not real Johnny Sins. And and yeah, we're we're super excited to be in this podcast and see see what's going on around this neck of the woods. We won't be able to st- stay too long, so if you guys have any questions for us or want to hear how to be creative in the kitchen, we were actually today. You're selling it a little hard, bud. You're selling it a little hard. I'm turning it down a notch just a little bit. <laughs> I like it. No, yeah. I, I'd actually... I'm going to let you answer your own question. How do you get creative in the kitchen? That's a... You know what I actually do? I go to other kitchens with okay. other chefs. Yeah. People who are in the craft already. And I ask them, how do you do it so good? I go to places. I taste restaurants. And when I find something that is delicious, mm-hmm. 
I ask and network and talk with the owner and say, hey, how, how do you make it so good? So for example, today we went to Cambria, and I don't know if you've tried Boney's taco truck out there. No, I haven't yet. So they have the best burritos in the Central Coast, and just so you guys know, I own a taco truck myself, and for me to say that they have the best burritos on the Central Coast, yes, that's true. They're better than mine, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. So we drove 45 minutes just to get burritos because they are so delicious. We actually got there like, what, eight minutes right before they closed. Oh, we nice. knew we were barely gonna make it, but we, we called the owner and he knows me. And so he, he invited us over and oh my gosh, I have actually an extra burrito. Uh, thank you very much for the tecate. And anyway, so he made these burritos and I asked him if I could jump in the back and see how he makes them because he makes them perfect. Crispy on the outside, Ooh. juicy on the inside, and the perfect size, you guys. Ooh. You've got to try these, man. You've got to All try right. them. Boney's tacos. Boney's? Boney's? Boney's. Boney's tacos in Cambria. Yeah. And that says a lot from you, because your name is in your your company, Tony Taco Tony. Yeah. Like, yep. And what's your what's your company again? Taqueria 805? That's right. Taqueria yeah. 805. We cater. We do all kinds of events. And every Tuesday, we have a $1 Taco Tuesday. It doesn't get any better, you guys. It's pretty, yeah, that's a great deal. Um, and I've had your tacos and they're delicious. And you make a really good, I don't know, it's the hot salsa, whatever that oh, is. Yeah, so that's it's dangerous. It's, it's, and I, I fucking love hot sauce and, and hot salsas. And that's one where it's, I love to get it. It's people like, why do you, it's, I kind of want to sweat and be in pain, but it's, it's all about flavor too. You got to you got to be able to kick the flavor. Well, in there. you watch that Hot Ones show, and yeah. there's very clearly ones on the on the dangerous end of the spectrum where people enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. Oh yeah, where it, it's it's there are ones that people are like, okay, this is battery acid and it yeah. doesn't taste good. Yeah. But there are ones that people are like, oh, I see why this is still a sauce that you would use in something. Right. And it's that's that's what I like is where you're like. You're sweating, but yeah, you're enjoying the, mm -hmm. the, the flavor in the process. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I'm not, obviously, that's, I'm sure you've got a secret ingredient in there. And I don't want, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm going to get you to confess right here so everybody can go make their own, but. It was garlic all along. It was garlic, but <laughs> I guess maybe to, and without giving away too much, like what, what would you recommend for a good blend to get the heat? And flavor, like what's what? What was your, what did you find to like balance that out? Because I, I know a lot of people, I, and I've done it myself, making trying to make hot sauce and hot salsas. Yeah, I overdo one one ingredient, and that's all it takes to be like, fuck, it's ruined. It doesn't taste good. I agree. You know? So yeah, I so, guess balance is the right. So I'll give you guys two small, simple recipes that you could do at home. Yeah. And the first one is going to be like a water-based tomatillo salsa. Yeah. And you can do the heat depending on your taste. So what I recommend is going to the store, any grocery store, getting some tomatillos. They're green tomatoes. You can ask for them. They're, they come with some type of the, the fruit itself or the vegetable itself comes with some type of cover. You have to peel off and then okay. you boil tomatillos. Um, it takes maybe 10 to make salsa for about six people and pretty much you boil them until they turn brown. You throw them in a blender, you drain out the water, mm -hmm. throw it in a blender. Just add salt, a little bit of pepper and maybe some garlic. Okay. And you might want to even grill the garlic, Ooh. saute it. 
Yeah. It, it actually brings the, the garlic flavor a little bit down and it tastes so, so much better in my professional opinion. And then um, for the heat, it's, it's all up to you. If you don't like any heat, don't put, it, don't put any peppers at all. Just keep it that simple. Okay. It's gonna be a great, great salsa. Mm, yeah. If you do like a little bit of heat, maybe add one habanero. The reason I recommend habanero peppers- Habaneros are delicious. Is because they don't, they don't have too much of a flavor versus jalapenos or serranos or your red peppers. Yeah. They, those have usually a flavor that, that comes with it, but I don't really like adding more flavor than it needs. Mm -hmm. So I go with habanero because that, that'll determine the heat level. About one, one habanero would make a, a pretty solid medium um, salsa, and then to get it hot, you can add six habaneros right. or four habaneros, or if yeah. you're crazy, yeah. 10 yeah. habaneros, you know? Yeah, you figure out your balance. You figure out your balance. It's, it's up to you, but okay. I, I, I definitely recommend if you want a little bit of heat, um, one habanero at least for a, a, about three cups of, of sauce sauce. Okay. And then if you want a nice. chunky salsa, some type of like pico de gallo, yeah. you just dice up some tomatoes, some cilantro, but here's a little secret. Purple onions. Purple onions. Dice up those purple oh. onions oh. and the day before you're gonna make it, marinate those purple onions in salt, a little bit of pepper, and lemon juice. Mm. Okay. Let them sit for at least 24 hours in the refrigerator and it, it's gonna turn into like this purple juice. It's awesome. Ooh. And so you're gonna wanna dice up your tomatoes, cilantro, onions, um, radish, cucumber, mango. You can add whatever you want, any type of vegetable to this. Um, and then just mix it all together. But, but probably the secret that I would say in cooking overall, and this would be my last tip, would be over season a little bit of yeah. everything that you do. Make sure you add a good, a fair, fair amount of, of salt um, and pepper and seasoning onto everything you do because that's what really gives the flavor um, or that, that taste as well. So in the salsa, be sure you season it very well and, and taste it. Every, every chef, as much as we love to follow recipes, yeah. always taste your food. I'm always tasting every single, I, I eat three tacos every single time I make my meat because I try one of each every single day. Every single day I make my tacos or my guacamole, we taste every single little thing. We pour some on our palm and we, we, we suck it up or we put it on a spoon and, and we, we lick it up. And, and, and that's what's really gonna determine how things taste when you actually taste it. That's good too and sounds like that, that for you, you know the consistency is gonna be right the way you want it to. And exactly. That's an important step in that. And I, I know just as a basic bitch cooker at home. <laughs> Please, like, Bender, you're, you're a great cook. I make a delicious cheese yeah, quesadilla. Dude. dude, with the egg, oh my God. That Domino's pizza you had over, dude, that was delicious. Yeah, the little local joint called Domino's. <laughs> Domino's. <laughs> um, that's tight, dude, yeah, that's that's good to hear too, because it's it kind of made, I know a lot of people get overwhelmed when mm -hmm. they think about make cooking, and they're like, oh, yeah. I don't even know where to start. It's like, well, it's fine. And my, my oldest brother, Tim's a chef, and, yeah. he, and he tells me time and time again, he's like, dude, keep it simple at first. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, right? and, and I totally agree with your brother, Tim. He's your brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the reason I say that is, and I think actually one of the reasons people get so intimidated by cooking is because they see a lot of cooking shows. Yeah. When I see a cooking show, I get intimidated myself. 
they're throwing so many ingredients and so many steps together yeah. because they're professionals and they get paid a lot of money on TV to make it look really fancy. Yeah. I would say, great, if you can do that, that's awesome. Yeah. But if you can't and, and, and you don't want to, which I personally don't, as you saw, my recipes are really, really simple. Yeah. That's the key. Keep yeah. it simple. I only sell tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, and I only serve three meats and one vegetarian option. And that's my, my, my menu overall, and, and that's all we need. That's People still love plenty it. of food. It's plenty of well, food. It, it is, man. And it's, and it's good food, too. Yeah. Um, I'd say, like, my, my main cooking inspiration is binging with ba Babish, Andrew Reyes, on YouTube. Okay. has a, a YouTube channel, channel called Binging with Babish, which is a Fraser reference. Fantastic. <laughs> I was but, like, I um, have no idea what that means. But uh, <laughs> oh wait, no, it's it's, it's actually it's uh, he references Fraser all the time. That's oh, a reference okay. to the West Wing. Um, but anyways, he makes recipes from TV and movies. Oh, and okay. He used to be a visual effects artist, and he so he knows how to make great videos. Right. But he recreates recipes from TV and movies. So the the pr the prison the yeah. prison pasta from Goodfellas where they're cutting it with yeah. a razor blade he does that and awesome. like he he makes all idea. these incredible things and yeah. at the same time all the videos are very well made and yeah. he's a self taught cook uh, he's yeah. he's no better than you or I right. and yet he's just done it more yeah and mm -hmm. it is it is fantastic what I've been able to create from simple videos. He has the full recipe on his website, but the, the video itself is about maybe four minutes long per video, if that. So it's very That's quick. That's short and sweet, it's, yeah. You can absorb the whole thing, and yet you, you end up creating stuff that seems very complicated, yeah. but he knows how to, how to break it down and make it something that you can create as well. Yeah, well, it sounds... That's... I gotta check him out. Yeah. Um, binging with Babish. Binging with Babish. And he also, <laughs> he actually started doing something called Basics with Babish, <laughs> where he's like, here's how to make sauces. Like, here's how you make, okay. here's how you make steak. Here's three different kinds of steak and yeah. how you, how you cook them. Alright. Here's like a chicken or how to make chicken stock. See, that's, that's a good start right there. Oh, and, totally. And Tony, it sounds like, too, the repetition is... It's just like anything. Any good pra any good practitioner of anything is going to do reps. Mm -hmm. So you do exactly. Your, even if it's your, it's like got to make the salsa. Here we go, get it, and then you just fine tune it each time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It it definitely is repetition. Like for example, I've been making rice at least three or four times a week for the last year. Yeah. And and I still don't have it down until recently. I recognize that. I've been following a recipe all ever since, and and it comes out pretty good, good all all the time. But I found that when you feel the cooking, mm -hmm. instead of using the ingredients, you you kind of get to see eyeball it and and taste it and 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 smell it and and feel it. That's when you really feel the creativity starting, and that's where it, when it turns out really good. Yeah. You 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 take care of it like a baby, and anything you do. Um, whether that's the way it's the reputation, the more you get, the better form you get. The, the more you cook, the, the better recipes or better food turns out. So, yeah, I agree. Dude, that's good. I know, I know people need to hear that, too, because, like I said, a lot of people will think about cooking and it's just an overwhelming thing. But it's like, yeah, just it's anything, anything we do. 
and we don't think we're good at it. So like, well, you just got to keep doing it. Keep doing it more and more. Yeah. Well, and you, might, you might not even realize how, like, how good you are at something <laughs> until other people try it or other people see it. Your food at your birthday yeah. was delicious. Thank oh, you. Not, oh, not just that, but the breakfast in the morning as well. Like... Uh, like we all stayed That's over That's right, we did a like, slumber party, didn't we? Yeah, we had a big slumber ass. party. It's and hilarious. I did the cutest picture of you on the couch with the cat. Oh, like I need that photo. Yeah, I need to send it to you. But yeah, <laughs> that food that night was so yeah. delicious. It was one of the best dinners I had had in a long time. Really? Yeah, it was Aww, really shucks. excellent. Well, and I, I know we kind of talked about it on one of the episodes of cooking food is, is a, one of the most... It's one of the oldest ways of bringing people together. So it's it's that much more important to have a good meal. Like, and that's why chefs are so. It, that's why it's a thing now. Al, Alden Brown was talking about. It. He's like, I remember, and he's one of my. He's he's a nut, but he's awesome. He talks about when he's he saw he didn't know it was coming. He was like, I was in TV. He was directing commercials and shit. And they're like, hey, you know about cooking and food and. You seem pretty well versed, and he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Do you want to do uh, this food network thing?" And he was like, "Food network." <laughs> he's like, "You know what? I have a feeling people are gonna want to watch people cook on TV." And he kind of knew it, like forecasted, and sure enough, it's like, "Yeah, there's." It's important to see that because it it mm. is that it does it bonds. It's that bond. Yeah, everybody can fucking bond over food. Totally. And, and I I know this might not be the r- right word because it's it's gendered. In itself, Just but it's, say it. it's no, but like it's maternalistic. Like yeah, yeah. you, you feel yeah. like when you cook for people, it is you are taking care of them, you are feeding them, you're providing. Yeah, you're serving. So well, it it's is, a necessary thing. It's a, eating. You know what I mean? Like but you, you can't live without it. But so it's, it's that wholesome, yeah. like providing, yeah. and at the same time, like giving, like. Not just sustenance, but that that feeling of being taken care of and being full that that yeah. it can only come from cooking for other people. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's great satisfaction in it. Even just give. Even <laughs> just make it. The, hey, just give somebody a bowl of cereal and watch watch them just <laughs> watch their life light up. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's true, and I know. It seems Tony like you you embody that. Because I know you, you're you're all about like helping other people out too, and I've noticed that on some of your social media, it's just you like doing events and help like helping other people experience food as a bonding experience, and just being like, hey, you know, I don't know, it seems like we're cool. making the poor busy hungry girl in the brew house, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at like eleven a.m. <laughs> yeah, that that too. <laughs> that too. But yeah, you definitely you definitely carry that. I've noticed that it's, you, you, you give a shit about people and yeah, a really cool way of giving to people and bringing them together is your food. That pastor burrito last night saved my fucking life at work. See? Testimonials. Would, you, like, need, you need to record these like as they're eating. Just, here's another testimonial. Oh my god. Another Jesus one saved. Tony's Tacos saves lives. Possibly. Possibly <laughs> and proven. <laughs> Henry was in dire straits until then. I was in a dark place yeah, and then I had Al Pastor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good commercial voice. That's like one is of those it? Like, Is it? It's is not it? it's not good at all. No, <laughs> but no, we're gonna we're gonna take that one again. We're gonna we're gonna redo that one, but yeah man, it's um 
We also have another guest in the. I know, house. yeah. We want, we, I, he's being very polite and quiet. I'm like, let's get him on mic if he wants to. No, I'm good for now. You're good for now. All right, man. Spectator. Right? Okay. This is wonderful. Okay, good, man. Well, you're always welcome to jump in there if you got something to Would say. Would you like to introduce yourself so that people know that you're here? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm Jacob. I'm, I'm friends with Tony. Okay. Wonderful talk. Oh, thanks. Thanks, like we haven't Henry known each other as well. Henry in recent <laughs> with uh, Audrey and Audrey Bender. and Bender. And yeah. First time listener, first time... Uh, first time get you're in here, you're, you're yeah. on. The, you're on. the experience, I'm getting it, 110%. We've known each other for a, a few years now through my friend Melissa, and and yeah. we've we've run into each other throughout the years in slow, and it's it's always been a fun time kicking it. So. Cheers to that yeah, wonderful totally. recurring life event. Actually, <laughs> speaking of tacos, me and, me and uh, Johnny Sins over here, we... We don't. He looks a lot like the porn star Johnny Sands. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, what, what's the nickname from? <laughs> yeah. You guys could follow him at the Not Real Johnny Sins, um, but but we actually met over tacos. That's amazing. Literally, he was at the bar, and I, it was Taco Tuesday, and I was eating my three tacos a day, and I was telling him how bomb these tacos were because I love them. And then we just started talking about tacos and we started going back and forth about the best taco spots on the Central Coast. Next thing you know, we're best friends over tacos. And we've we've literally traveled to (laughs) Cambria, Cayucas, Morro Bay, um, San Luis Obispo, and Santa Maria Maria. for tacos. Well, I'm going to, I definitely want to get a list of that shit from you. And also, Mm -hmm. like, you should definitely (laughs) keep doing your videos on Instagram so I can see that too because but that's that's an important thing you're doing right there yeah yeah because i fucking love tacos that's god's too. work right that there. is god's work right there man <laughs> no but, yeah uh, and that's now that you say that jacob i've definitely run into at bang the drum i'm a connoisseur okay. of uh of tacos and um a recent budding connoisseur of a beer of fine breweries and, and beers but okay. bang the drum is a wonderful place yeah for its beer but just as just as much for the people yeah. totally agree that it brings uh, yeah you know to the table and to the scene yeah i mean i met all these fuckers here or at uh bang the drum it's at not it's not crazy even thinking about when we when we yeah met me too all, i'm pretty sure i met both of you really in one night and i think it was trivia i'm well i met you at uh, McCarthy's. Oh shit! Real briefly with your buddy and you Sam. You looked way different. <laughs> oh I yeah. Realized. You had you long hair. Way different. <laughs> you had a large mustache and very oh, long hair. Very oh long my hair. god, I remember those. But days. yeah, no. But ultimately, it was bang the drum that brought us all brought together. Us. Oh, it, and that's actually a, a fact. It is a fact. That's a rock that's a fact. fact. That's all a of us met at bang the drum. <laughs> um, and yeah, dude. I, yeah, I remember, and that <laughs> the first time I had one of your taco. It was, I think, I got the, I got the quesadilla, and I got the hot salsa, and I was like, this, this is delicious salsa. And I went back for seconds, and I don't know if you were in there or not, but somebody get, uh, you had a gal working with you, and she was like, I guess. I was like, I need more of that salsa, like, and she was like, okay. It's like, yeah, that that is delightful. Burn, it hurts, and I want more of it. But uh, that's great sounds. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every set, yeah. So when you guys listen to this, you'll know. You'd be like, "That's the moment he put out his zigzag." 
That's the moment the nugs hit the plate. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. So, I want to hear, uh, I, I'm sure you might have talked about it a little bit more. Uh, what was your Colorado trip like? Oh, it was good. It was a little short. It was short. Yeah. I, went, I left on Friday um, and came back today. <laughs> so, I landed like at two something. We, we got a little diversion because of the giant storm over the Rockies. So it took oh, a lot. shit. I was supposed to land at one, but. Was it bumpy? Yeah, there was, a little, there was a moment I was like, I'm going to die. Did you turn gay at this yeah. for a minute? I knew, like, I knew they were going to kill me, but I didn't know it was going to be this soon. Even the, even the flight attendants were like, oh! And they're like, oh. Yeah, what you oh. know the flight attendants are doing so hard? Oh. That's when you see me and like, uh. But I, mean, I, for I made it, though. but yeah, it was, it was good, man. It was, I got to hang out with the family, um, my brothers and my mom for Mother's Day. And uh, Friday night was rad. Uh, I was almost going to rhyme, rad, because Tad, my brother Thaddeus, and I went and saw our buddies play. They're in a band called MF Ruckus. Shout out to you boys. I know you follow, they follow the podcast, and we follow nice. their podcast Solid. as well. Um, it's the MF Rudcast. MF Rudcast. MF that Rudcast. Hey, hey, that might be a better name. No, I'm just kidding. But the MF Ruckus podcast, and they're awesome dudes. They they play just fucking rock and roll. Nice. And, uh, they do some sweet Thin Lizzy covers, and sweet. Aaron Howell is the lead singer, and he's if you like if you want an example of a great lead frontman for a band, just watch Aaron. Um, they're on YouTube and shit. He like emanates just like high energy, like gets people pumped up, gets his bandmates pumped up when he's playing. He's just out there like come on, just and he wears this rad. I don't even know. I guess it's a jumpsuit, <laughs> but it's a zip-up like jumpsuit. He's got the like tassels on it. Like That's he goes all fucking out. Rad. Yeah, and it was really fun. They're always fun. I've seen them a few times now, and it's awesome seeing them again. And they were doing a benefit show. It was called Punk Is Dad Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was awesome. And I don't know much about it, so I'm not gonna like try and just butcher the cause. But it was it's for a dude that had passed, and I think he had a a big deal. He was kind of a big deal in the music scene down there. But uh, they had like I think there's four other bands, and we missed a few of them. But one that played right before MF Rockets was they were called the Velveteers. I was telling her about it earlier, and it was just a girl and a guy. Um, Kind of like white stripe cell, but she dropped C tunes like Look, heavy, yes. and she had. I don't. I think we figured out because she didn't have a delay pedal, but she had two amps. So I think she like figured. There's a trick I think you can do. You have two amps, and it creates its own delay when you plug. I I don't know what she was doing, but it was magical. And she fucking rips, and she could sing, like she was just like shredding. Just it. It was like a mix of like stoner metal with. Some electric wizard. Yeah, it was just like it was. It was fucking awesome. So I encourage anybody to just. I think they're on Bandcamp. They're probably on YouTube. Yeah, but the we'll Vel- we'll put it in the description yeah. once we find it. Yeah, the Velveteers. They're. It was really fun and like I was saying, is like watching that kind of show, and it was, it was at this venue called the Oriental, which Audrey knows really well, and uh, it was just big enough to like be 
like yeah this is a show but it was also in like we're right up on the stage so it, it, seeing it was, shows intimately dude, like that is, a, is something else yeah it, it is a trans transportive yeah. experience and that, it made that's me not want, the right word but. no you're no but you're right and it made me I was like, I not, I I better get start playing music. Well, dude, like <laughs> I we, that, and I I play play music in quotes. I I dabble, but I'm I've never never committed. And we kind of I talked about this with Clint and you guys a few times, but it's like more and more it's getting put in my family. Like, just fucking start playing around. Just get some get the basics, man. And um, I mean, Clint lent me his electric drum kit and that's sitting in the garage I'm like it's sweet so I'm like oh I can't ignore it I gotta go out there and you can plug in what's nice is you can plug in like your iPod yeah. and do it and play on top of any music you have yeah so that's been a, and I surprised myself I was able to keep up with a few songs that I was like there's no fucking way and then there were others I'm like I'm I'm rusty well then <laughs> if I have not I'm if, like, I have a long way to go but if reps, nothing else do your reps man if nothing else we just had our the drummer that we thought was going to be I think we have a backup plan but we just had the drummer who we thought was going to be our drummer drop out most of our stuff is just four on the floor yeah if you want to come jam with us like set up the electric set and and jam out with most of our songs most of it's four on the floor but if you want to come jam, Dude, and jamming's, then if not, jamming's time. if that's not if that's not even like the the group you want to be in, like let's just start working on music. Give me your yeah. days off, and we'll we'll yeah. we'll start messing around and doing stuff. Dude, but I think that would sure. be a, a good productive use of our our creative energies. Definitely. Do you have a piano? I have a piano at my house. You do? Yeah. Like a piano, piano. Yeah, we can piano, go up the piano. street and, and play it. Okay, because my mom just sent me piano, all my piano. sheet music. So, um, yeah. I'll text you. Come over and play the piano. Whenever. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. You did, I did see that post. You're like, my sheet music. I was like, oh yeah, she fucking played piano. See, listeners, remember there's things and there's new things. Um... Yeah, if you guys need to go do what you gotta do. No, no, we don't. We don't need to do what we gotta do. We ain't gotta do what we gotta do. It don't, it don't. We're doing fine. We're, we're, hey, we're in an hour, guys. Awesome. We got about, we got about 30 minutes. Yeah. We're rolling here. Um, Have you guys listened to any cool podcasts lately? I have. um, One that stuck out. It was more, it was a little, (laughs) it was a little more serious than I wanted it to be. Fine, um, but I I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot. Oh yeah, me too. All, and all the time. There's some I skip just because it's like it doesn't. Which is the beauty of any podcast. You're like ah, I don't want to listen to that one, but the one he had that doctor on, um, Matthew Walker, and it was about sleep, the importance of sleep. I think I. And I was one. like, uh, I was like, I I need to listen to it because I don't sleep well. I'm not a good sleeper. I have trouble. Um, but. There were a lot of like, he was like, I'm really unpopular right now. And Joe was like, why is that? He said, well, I, he's like, well, here's a list of things that I tell people that's fucking up their sleep patterns and they don't want to hear it. So he's like, <laughs> he's like um, sorry, potheads, but weed does not help you sleep. <laughs> he's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, I really am sorry. Um, it's not helping him sleep. Yeah. And Joe was just cracking because Joe smokes, you know. Joe's yeah. Cracking. And he was like, he's like, I knew you were going to say that. Fuck. 
And then for me, I'm like, I'm waiting for him to talk about melatonin. Yeah. I take melatonin and I'm like, it helps me sleep. And he was like, your body produces it naturally. And so by taking it, you're, it's the same thing with nicotine. Your body naturally <laughs> produces nicotine, but by smoking cigarettes, yeah. you take that away from your body. It was, it's a placebo effect. He was like, here's my recommendation. If you're taking melatonin and it helps, or you think it helps, then don't stop. You're fine. Okay. But it's, he's like, most likely it's in a placebo effect. But it's, it was one of those podcasts where I was like, I re-listened to it because I was like, it's that's life that affects my life it's like hi brand hi hi brand um but uh yeah it was one of those just like oh fuck um another one i re i i haven't listened to it in a long time and i don't know if i've told you guys radio lab do you know radio lab i haven't heard of that one no that's an awesome it's it's been around it used to be it it kind of became a podcast like eight years ago it was an NPR radio program, and uh, they finally were just like, well, let's get in on the podcast game, and they just uploaded their episodes to the iTunes podcast, and it's awesome. Like, it, it's it's kind of a mix of science, and I, it's kind of hard to describe. you got to just listen to it, and it's really well produced. Yeah. It's professionally produced, so there's, you know, they're in the studio, and they get really good sound recording, but... Um, a lot of their stuff's really interesting and it's, um, I actually wrote down a bunch of podcasts that I was like, I need to, you know, make sure that everybody I know is listening because that's where I got a lot of my inspiration for doing this one is, is I kind of pull from Pete Holmes podcast, Joe Rogan, the Nerdist, which is no longer the Nerdist podcast and I'm still trying to get used to that one. I, ID 10 T. Yeah. I don't like Jocko. Yeah. The Jocko. But it's hard. Like you can tell somebody you got to watch this movie. you got to listen to this album. Yeah. But saying it's like, hey, you've got to listen to this podcast. There's a hundred hours <laughs> minimum that you you have now yeah. got to get through. It's a much harder medium to kind of share with people. Yeah, for sure. Because it's interesting. It's, I don't you, see you it got to put way. in the time on a lot of these podcasts. Hmm. But yeah, it can't. Yeah, I it's mean, worthwhile. It is, and I, I, I had the luxury, and that the reason I got interested in doing my own was uh, two years ago. My job, I were for four years. I worked building trails in the woods by myself, so I got kind of sick of music for a while. I was like, I don't want to fucking listen to music, and then I found podcasts, and I just binged. So for me, that time didn't. I was like, I just listen to it at work. And I think a lot of people end up doing that, like in their commutes. And you know, yeah, the Rogan podcast is That's longer, so it's people are like you. They're three hours. How do you listen? I'm like, I do like thirty minutes on the way in to work, and mm-hmm. then thirty minutes here, and I'll re-listen and just rewind. Yeah, especially if it's an interesting topic or something. But totally. and there's other podcasts that I, you know, everybody's format's so different, but that's why. I think like, you know, we usually do an hour and 25, hour and 30, and it seems to be right in there, and maybe that'll grow to longer. It kind of, it, this thing evolves every time we do an episode. You know, um, I was telling Audrey earlier, it's like every, each episode, I, as the showrunner host, it's like I start writing notes, because I'm like, oh, that's, that seemed to like, you can tell when there's a dead, <laughs> when there's dead, like it's, there's low energy, and people are just kind of, you know, it, it's, it's like it's we, painfully we've obvious. had a, a couple of bummer starts where like we've come <laughs> yeah. in and it's just like, 
and we like we we end up picking it up by the end though so even just like figuring out how people's energies translate in a podcast and how to fucking mitigate that yeah is is really interesting yeah and it's and exactly it's and that's and re-listening to other podcasts and finding new I, I realized too I'm like okay I'm on the right track because every everybody kind of goes through the same unless you've got a lot of funding and you have a studio and you're got a producer you know this is I'm the producer like this, we're sitting in a living room drinking beer like and that's that's what I enjoy about it is it's not overproduced or over edited it's just it's real and I know a lot of people listening appreciate that kind of because it's it's that conversational. They're like, I feel like I'm in the room with you guys, and that's that's a that's the best compliment I can hear. Is I feel like I'm right there with you guys, and I kind of know everybody a little bit now. It's like, yeah, that's the point, you know. And it's also meant to. There's definitely the driving is like meant to inspire people and kind of motivate people right. too, keep people doing what they want to do. And that's why we talk about a lot of the stuff we do. Is like people out there listening have that too and they're just like oh yeah i struggle with you know creativity motivation shit and i was telling again audrey earlier this book i was recommending and i need to read it is called the war of art oh wow and i think it was on it was on a came up on a podcast i listened to recently and i was like okay kind of just went through and i was like yeah and then aaron from mf ruckus was like dude yeah check out stephen pressfield the the war of art and I looked up the synopsis and it's like, how to get through roadblocks of creativity. And I was like, that's pretty much like a lot of what we talk about on the show anyway. Yeah. So it's like, well, I better pick that that brain and divulge that, you know, that wisdom too. But Yeah, but I think that that's the, the kind of funny thing about this, uh, the topic that has been chosen for this podcast is... It's a never-ending struggle, and it never works for every person. You can give somebody one tactic that worked for you, and it's not going to work. So by almost crowdsourcing it through this medium, it's ever-changing, because something that worked for me a couple years ago is probably not going to work for me now. Yeah. So it, it is yeah. it is the ever evolving thing of like how we continue to work past these roadblocks because it is it's more like a Sisyphusian like thing where you're like pushing up the boulder up yeah. the hill constantly. <laughs> yeah. It's never it's never exactly the same, but um uh <laughs> but you 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 figure out how to do it as you grow. Yeah, definitely. And it's, yeah, I mean, we're on, it's crazy to say, but we're on episode 14. Yeah, that's Which means insane. 14 weeks we've that's, been in this. That's probably 18 hours of talking. Yeah. We got a whole lot more to we do. got a whole lot more. Um, but yeah, and, and, and I know I say, I think I say it every episode. It's like, I, I keep learning more and more each episode of what kind of and what's more interesting you know my mom said that this is our weekly therapy session we're like and it totally is because we get to let loose on some things and most times you don't know what you're going to talk about until you start talking and you start to realize things and you know what that that's funny you said that because you made it weird that pete holmes podcast that's what he he said from the beginning he's like this is my therapy he's like this is my second therapy he comes in and he's like, and I talk, uh, we, and he ends up talking about the shit that he's been thinking about. It's like, yeah, it's good for you. And you know, he's got a 
he's got a bigger platform just because he's famous but yeah. it's like that that you know it, it comes down to the same thing it's like yeah sometimes you just gotta talk some shit yeah. <laughs> talk it out man get yeah. those thoughts out and and then you walk away feeling like alright good and then you you kind of crave that like every week I, I still get the panic because I'm I always feel underprepared because even a week podcast once a week podcast like gets I'm like oh fuck and then well you have a lot of like we all have a lot of life <laughs> in between each uh-huh. week and then all of a sudden it's like oh oh fuck it's Monday like yeah. we gotta get ready and talk about some stuff yeah and today was a, gonna be I was like I landed I got off a plane at like two thirty and I was like. Fuck, I'm doing a podcast. Oh god. Uh, so I got home. I ran. I got home and I was like, oh fuck. And I still hadn't uploaded episode twelve or thirteen or done intro. So I was like, I gotta do this. Like, so is that why you're not wearing pants right now? Yeah, that's exactly why. Uh, no pants and my mustache is probably uneven. I shaved in a hurry. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, it's but it, it's I still I was like I I want to do it. And I'm gonna do it. It's that it's and that a lot of that creativity shit comes up like that. It's like oh okay. I'm just going. You just gotta go with it. Oh shit! You just get caught up in the tidal wave. Like oh here we go. Can't stop it. It's momentum. Yeah. And momentum is good no matter what in any creative thing. And it's it's good to remember. It's, even if it feels kind of crazy and chaotic, you're just like, oh, it's momentum. That's forward. I'm moving forward with it. So Yeah. I have a question about feelings. Feelings. Tell me. Yeah, what's your question? Well, I put these headphones on and now I can hear myself speaking and I've been <laughs> yeah. very quiet because isn't of that. that. Really, isn't that really strange? <laughs> yeah. Well, so and that that's that's something having the input straight in your ears you, you I love it I'm scared it's, to breathe it's, <laughs> yeah it's, it's strange so I, I, I in, a, in an earlier episode I expressed my own self-consciousness about how I laugh to most things is just is through my nose it's a little and I can hear that now it's funny but now I I, I uh, legitimately have been noticing that more and more I don't do that and I will just actually laugh out loud and I feel better about it. You will actually LOL. I will actually <laughs> LOL. So what, so what are you feeling about how you speak? Oh, I guess I can hear every sound that's going on in this room pretty much and I'm just, I feel like I'm too loud sometimes. And You, you think that, and, and I'll just give you a little reassurance, um, when you listen to this, because we're directly, this is live sound that you right. hear. So when we, when I, when it comes through and I re-listen to it, there's moments where I would, I was like, wow, that's going to be really loud, like a pop. Right. And most of the time it's not as bad as you think once it's filtered through the mixer into my computer. And then I, and I, there's been a few moments, episodes where I tweak it a little bit, like cut out a little, just use the equalizer, you know, like, yeah. but it is intimidating. It took me a long time to get used to my own voice, and I right. and I and I have to wear the headphones because it's like I, you know, I'm watching the sound and all that. And it's it. There's moments where <laughs> I'm just like, "Fuck, is that how I sound right now?" Okay, all right. Well, that's how I sound, and that's how other people hear me. Oh man. Well, yeah. It's also weird knowing that like 
I know your mom listens, and I know my mom listens. <laughs> uh, talking yeah. like talking like I I don't think I've ever changed real how talk. I how I've real talk yeah. how how I've talked about things on the podcast. But knowing yeah. that people and like my mom listen is a very strange thing. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, Dee Dee, I'm, you're probably at work or getting ready in the morning, but you're listening to this right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a strange thing, but you're you can't really change. Like yeah. you can hear your, how your voice sounds, but it, you can't really change how that is. Yeah. But I, at the same yeah. time, you you have to recognize it and just kind of move on. You, yeah. It's, and it and again, Tony, this comes back to reps. I've done fourteen of these, so each time I get a little less queasy about hearing my own voice. Like right. Each time it gets a little easier. I'm like, okay, I, and and you do t- and I take notes. I take notes about maybe not, you know, a certain. The, I think the first episode, the of the real first episode, because I did a few practice ones, and I remember re-listening to it. And I was like, fuck, I mumble, and it's because I was nervous talking to people. You just like, because it is. It's it's weird. It's, it's a weird thing to sit down with people. And be recorded and hear yourself and look at them in the eye and they're just like, and try and keep a conversation going. It takes practice. Like it's not, it's not an easy thing. And especially when Henry does this crazy eye shit. <laughs> but actually, that makes it easier for me because then it takes you, it takes you out of the moment. But right. it's, it's good. It it takes time, man. It, it's those reps. You keep doing it. It's awesome. And as you, <laughs> I, it's funny because you did good quiet, and I was like. It, it is shocking at first, but... Yeah, I think another thing is I hear my own voice, voice so it's like... <laughs> you, gosh, you want to say that, that one back? We'll, we'll edit that last one. <laughs> you you know, want to say that voice again? No, nobody likes that that uh, that guy that speaks too much and it's very self-conscious. Oh my gosh, how much am I talking, right? No. So that's how I feel. People people do like hearing that because they, they it's solidarity. They can relate. A lot of people, trust me, it's... They can feel that too, and it's yeah. I definitely hope that the the listeners are 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 at least connecting to what I'm saying and a hundred percent. And yeah, if, yeah. if it empowers somebody, all power to it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I and that's why like, for, dude, you're doing, and that's like, there's no such thing. It's a podcast. You're supposed to be talking a lot. You know what I mean? It's not. <laughs> that's why I was like giving you shit earlier. Was like. I felt like you were like selling a little bit, like you were just like on it a little too much, and that's why I put the headphones on you. I was like, no, get it, get a little taste of your own medicine. Like, you sit it. down here, like, because you're gonna like the what people like is when you are you. Like, yeah. they, they, I'm. If I was selling something every every week, you guys wouldn't have me. But I, yeah, it's it's when it's when people are actually I'd talking because everyone is self conscious about about the way their voice sounds. If everyone has heard the way their voice was actually sounded, you'd all be a little self conscious. But it's it's about kind of like getting into that zone, knowing where you're at, and yeah. continuing to talk. Oh, and and the big thing, like you said, is being yourself. It took me a while to figure out how to be myself on this because it's. I, ha- I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to, it's like, well, I gotta, I'm the showrunner, so I gotta kind of guide it and be right. a good host and keep people engaged and not lose, you know, but at the same time, if I'm sacrificing me being me, then it's not gonna work. And the first, there's a few episodes where I 
I'm struggling. It's like, huh. Some of that's uh, also the group and how right. we've, we've learned to kind of trust each other and, and yeah. be open with each other and just be ourselves. Yeah. But some of that's just like, there's very few times in adult life that you have to sit around and have conversations where that's the only thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so figuring out a way to talk is very... Uh, interesting because we don't ever really have to do that especially for introverts because we're famous for like oh yeah needing time to process and then you go home and you're like oh i should have said that it's it's all hitting me like two hours later like you have to you have to give introverts that happens to everybody yeah yeah (laughs) when you get into an argument with somebody and then like 20 days later 10 years down the line you but think especially, just yeah that. but especially for introverts because <laughs> yeah. like there's a lot going on and that's at least true. that's for me that's true and i speak just I out loud need, like podcast mm-hmm. prep two hours beforehand so i can come in and be able to think because yeah it just yeah. just walking the line back and forth right. bang 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 yeah. yeah it's it's tricky man i've i don't know if i'm an introvert i have mm. tendencies for sure most of it's like and I'd... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, you're totally introvert. Sorry. <laughs> I'm an introvert that forces myself to be extroverted because mm-hmm. I know it's better for me to just talk to people and different people. And it's and, I, and at the end of the day, when I do that, I'm more satisfied. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I went out and did that and experienced that shit. But, um, I mean, they do sell vitamin D supplements and sunlights, which is as close as a cure as you can get for being an introvert who doesn't want to go outside it is possible oh right? yeah it you'll is. get that sunlight somehow yeah yeah sunny d sunny Ooh, god drink your good old sunny d i remember liking it when i was a kid and then i i had it again recently i was like this is it's and not even it, juice. It, it tastes like cleaner like yeah, you would mock the floor with no a, seriously i mean maybe it tastes good with I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> Jungle juice would be pretty nice. Yeah. Other than that. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, dudes and dudettes. Dudette, sorry. Dudettes. We're, we're almost at our like usual run time. You guys want to... Do we want to do a little weekly inspiration that we got? Yeah. 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 What um, does that mean? Yeah, we do. So anything that... If you saw something, if, you're, if you've been watching something that gave you a little inspiration, whether it's an album or a music video or a TV show, whatever it may be, something that inspired you or is giving you inspiration, whether it's a dish that you ate, anything. Yeah. A little weekly inspiration. Yeah. I'll go first just because it's fresh on my mind. But yeah, seeing MF Ruckus and the Velveteers... And the other bands there, like, no offense, but it was like those, the Velveteers stuck out because it was some, it was just not what I expected. And then MF Ruckus, it was, it was kind of that, like, I had missed that watching them live and I was like, fuck, it inspired me. I was like, ah, man, music's, when you find a right, the right group of people to play with, you see how much fun they're having. And it's like that, I want, I want that. I want that too. So, but yeah, the mute, and I like calling it music projects that I'm working on. Not a band, but a music, music project, project. You know, because right. that way I don't, I don't put that pressure of like, I'm in a band. I'm in a band. I'm working on a music project. So that was oh, yeah. that was kind of my way over the weekend. And, and um, yeah, it was, it was rad. It was a rad show. And it 
pump. Yeah, I was like, fuck, oh, fuck yeah. It was good to headbang, too. And they threw dildos out in the crowd. <laughs> what? It's hilarious. They threw, they threw chindos for the crap out. Like, it was awesome. And, and two people in the crowd were were sword fighting with dicks on their head. It was awesome. That's incredible. Yes. It was a rad show. <laughs> Needless to say, it was a rad show. That's yeah, it was fun, cool. man. But yeah, that was that's that was my man. It pumped me up. I'm still on that. But Audrey, you're up. Oh, okay. 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 Can it be a two part inspo? Is that yeah. Chill. Yeah. Okay. So first thing first, um, I don't have Wi-Fi where I'm staying downtown currently, so I have to use my phone hotspot, and it's the LTE is very very slow. So I haven't Netflix in two months. Ooh. Like I'm not kidding when I say that. So it, at 11 p.m. the other night, it was actually fast enough to Netflix something, and the fourth season of Chef's Table came up, and I hit play on the first episode, and it was amazing. Um, it was the woman. Um, <coughs> Bless. Is it Christina Tosi? Tosi's her last name, right? her Tose. first name. But she opened Milk Bar in okay. New York City. And um, it's all of these amazing baked treats that are just unique and cool. And it was very inspiring to see someone who came, who is so successful, just making something because she likes it. And using... Yeah. Just using what she has and just doing it because that's what she enjoys and that's what she loves and then being able to be successful that way like she has um cereal milk frozen yogurt oh like, so good fucking brilliant this milk, woman is milk a bar genius is, uh, it's an insane thing i love milk bar and she's so in this kind of like new wave of you know being a health nut and all of these things aren't good for you she doesn't give a shit she's like yeah it's sugary and it's probably really bad for you to eat this all the time but there are companies but that are selling this shit anyway so why not i make something good right out of and she uses good products and she's like yeah it's for fun it's sugary but it's for fun and it's gonna make you really happy when you're done eating it and it was it was so refreshing and she worked so hard and she just was seems like a cool human being and I almost cried in that episode because it was just it was so beautiful because her family is so supportive David Chang's like her brother um very supportive of her anyway so that was great and then just I've been working a lot more for the forever stoked guys and it's been so awesome I absolutely love it I'm so busy and I have no time but (laughs) just getting to spend time around that much art that much creativity I am really lucky. It's good. And when they introduce me to people, they're like, oh, she's a rad artist too. And I, I haven't, I had a span of four years where I wasn't able, where I wasn't being creative. And so it's taken me some time to be like, oh yeah, I am a creative person again. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I just, yeah, it's great to be a part of a creative family again. Cause that's what I grew up with and I took a little break. So good. I'm stoked on that. Hell yeah. Forever, as it were. Awesome. <laughs> That's really great. Henry? All right. I would say, like, um, there, there's a couple things, but I think the thing that stands out most in my mind, um, one of my favorite artists growing up and still today is uh, Ben Folds. I think he is an incredible musician through Ben Folds 5 to Ben Folds. Like, all of his projects are incredible. But... Um, I rewatched recently. I was showing the piano player player in our band the video where he composes an orchestra piece on the spot, and he does he records a piece in ten minutes, 
and he dictates for a full orchestra what they should be playing and for the lyrics of it they use a program from the thing of the Kennedy Center that they're at and takes one sentence out of it and that's the lyrics and he composed it's an amazing YouTube video take 10 minutes out of your day and watch Ben Folds composes an orchestra piece on the spot it is anybody composing an orchestra piece on the spot but that guy is yeah he he's my favorite he has an album with uh, nick hornby who wrote uh fever pitch and a lot of romantic novels and everything did (laughs) all the lyrics for the album ben folds did all the music for it anything by that dude is my gospel but please please check out that uh that that video very cool very cool Tony, what was your weekly inspiration? <clears throat> you know, I, I, I get inspired a lot as a business owner. I, I really look out for those entrepreneurial inspirations so that I can keep on going, keep on hustling. And and this week, it'd definitely be these two guys. They're my age. I think one of them is 22 and the other one's 19. And these guys, um, one of them dra- drives a brand new yellow Lamborghini, Huracana. Lambo! downtown and the the other the 19 year old drives uh i think he's 19 honestly if you guys hear this sorry if i butcher how old are you guys or who you guys are but <laughs> this is all i know about you guys and i'm super inspired by you guys but the other guy drives a, a black audi r8 audi. and at the end of the day you know when i say these type of things people say like hey dude like i'm not super materialistic and all this but and i understand that because I'm, I'm definitely not all about the materials but what i'm inspired with them is they just opened an ice cream shop downtown, rolled slow. Oh, the Thai ice cream style. Uh... It's not, I wouldn't say that. I, I'd say it, they, there's a, pretty much imagine a, a grill, like a really big grill, but instead of it being heat, it's all. Yeah, it's Thai, thai style rolled. ice cream. Is it Thai? Yeah. Oh, where they roll it out? Yeah. Oh, so is that, that Thai style ice cream? Yeah, Great. It's thai so it's style Thai ice style cream. ice cream, and they have all these different flavors. But See? but what inspires me about them so much is even though they're driving these really, really nice cars, they're still hustling. You know, they're young, and, and these guys told me, I talked to them, they said uh, for the next three weeks, they're working 12 hour shifts every day because they just had a grand opening on, on, on Saturday, and, and these guys their path so it's just inspiring to see them continue to hustle and the the hustle is definitely real within these two yeah also shout shout out riley newman creative for designing their logo he does amazing stuff in this town now we're talking oh there's another guy r r3e productions i think um i i did a wedding this saturday and and he was doing the videos and i saw him on social media with another company down in santa maria Epic videos, epic, epic, epic videos, and he's he's a he's a young guy like myself, has his own company, and and is just doing this digital marketing and video and photography, and he's just killing it. And he's local, so I'm super excited to work with him. He'll be making a video for our Taco Tuesday. If you guys want to check that out on Taco 805. Hell Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, nice. There's that guy. Jacob slash John. Johnny Sims. Johnny Sims. <laughs> any any inspiration, dude? Have you been watching any? Right. So, um, you know, I wish I could cite some of Johnny's um, <laughs> most recent historic work as like a source of my inspiration, but <laughs> sadly, I'm still not really up 
to date with um, that. Dude, Mark you need research. research, dude. Do your <laughs> research. Do your due diligence. Maybe next week's episode that will be my source of inspiration. But for this week, I can't use it quite yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll but, put uh, I'll put a note on it. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of inspiration. I'm visiting slow, seeing um, friends, kind of some quite old, some quite new, um, and that's always been like a tremendous source of inspiration to you know, check in with people and see how they've kind of evolved over the years. And, totally. you know, just, uh, you know, I guess the most inspirational thing about people in general is when you see them happy. And usually when you see people being happy, they're, you know, kind of at their creative potential. I mean, they're some creativity in some way. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we all kind of go through kind of spurts of happiness and, and depression throughout the whole life. And there's certainly been creative points during depression, but you know, when you see people doing what they love doing, that's when you, you know, can kind of, you know, that's when you see the best of people, I think. And that's usually a, a tremendous inspiration. So that's kind of been a big one. Musically, uh, just picked up another Ty Siegel album. Got a lot of them digitally. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Ty Siegel or not. any of his bands. Um, yeah, it's got kind of a weird spelling on that. It's T-Y and then Siegel, I think, just like S-E. Like G. the bird. <laughs> like the bird? Or S-E-G-A-L-L, oh, I, I think. He's got a band called Fuzz. Oh, okay. Oh, um, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, okay. he's got some really awesome shit. Uh, cool. Super young guy, super talented. Oh, there we go. Um, been listening to a lot of his work recently. Um, and uh, Jay Dilla, the late grade uh, producer, just never get enough of uh, that, that that man's work so I've got some good vinyls that I'll I'll, I'll share with you uh, that'd be uh, that'd be fantastic oh, nice. I already like it it says garage rock I'm like boom I'm in I like garage rock yeah some low high for sure psychedelic rock indie rock worth checking out I think worth a listen cool, uh, you can't go wrong with any of those albums any of those songs awesome man yeah people Sweet. doing what they love a lot of uh you know, a lot of love, a lot of creativity out there. Um, just gotta look a little bit, you'll find it. Fuck yeah. It's true, man. Well, you guys, thanks for showing up. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was our pleasure. Really you guys a lot feel of fun. good? You I feel, feel good? really good, yeah. That was perfect. Good. Yeah, that was a... Ain't getting much better than that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But cheers, guys. Thanks, listeners, everybody. Raise your beers if you got them. Cheers. 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 Thanks. Thanks, guys.